Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This truck is, it's a lot bigger, obviously, than the ZR2, so it's really kind of built and focused around my family. I do a ton of camping in the summertime, so it'll be a great rig to go down the dirt trails and, and get up into the mountaintops. And, um, <clears throat> but yeah, one thing I really like the look of, too, one, the fuel, it's fuel vectors are the wheels that we're running on this, and we did the bronze, and I think the bronze against the OD green, oh man, Ooh, looks good. It looks really good. Um, the other thing I really like, too, because we have somebody in the parking lot on 37s with 17s i kind of like the look of 18s on 37s yeah hey guys you're listening to america's off-road podcast if you like going into the outdoors camping with your family or maybe you're building a new wheeling rig you've come to the right place thanks for tuning in keep following along check us out on instagram and facebook welcome back everybody to another episode of America's Off-Road Podcast. America's Off-Road Podcast. Best podcast on the planet. You have found it. If it's your first time tuning in, I'm Kyle. Next to me is Mr. Cooper. Hello. And uh, we're doing some new things for the podcast. As you can see, we are not in studio. We're having fun driving around doing yeah. stuff. We're going to go just do drive around. We got, uh, we're going to talk about what we're currently driving. Yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, but before we dive into that. Uh, yeah, you guys will be happy to know that we ate first. We came out, we got lunch, and I pulled the oldest trick in the book, the, oh, shoot, Kyle, I forgot my wallet. Don't worry, lunch is on me today, Coop. <laughs> we all know we don't want to do this when you're hungry. Yeah, no, I don't want to do it when I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, hopefully you guys are liking these kind of mobile podcast stuff. We're sure enjoying it. Um, we're back from EJS, Full Size Invasion, and we got a lot done since then. Yeah. Um, but before we dive into that, as always, you guys can tune in and listen on any of your favorite places you like to listen to podcasts also new to us mm-hmm. uh, waypoint tv super cool program if you guys are into fishing hunting pretty much anything outdoors um, you can go to waypointtv.com you can find us uh, 
share on the podcast. But most importantly, we've got a lot of people that are saying, hey, I had a long road trip, downloaded all your episodes, listened to all of them. Thank you so much for that. So if you guys yeah. are going on a trip, you might not have service. Make sure you download all of our episodes. That way they can be stored in your phone. You can listen to them at a moment's notice. And you don't have to worry whether you have service or not. So yep. uh, give us a download. Give us a review. You can submit questions to Kyle at America's Off-Road Podcast.com. Please do. They're kind of fun to answer. <laughs> they are. We have a good time answering them and engaging with you guys. Um, and lastly, um, lots of stuff going on on social medias, um, especially the rig we're currently driving. We oh, yeah. covered that on Instagram. So Yeah, you got crazy with this thing. That was like a, did. This was like a whole new fun uh, oh, yeah. approach, but uh, it was your little baby, and, and you could tell because you were out there like – all the time checking oh, yeah. on progress. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, but you guys can check out that awesome stuff on Facebook and Instagram at America's Off-Road Podcast. Go give it a like, give it a follow. Um, you guys will stay up to date on all the stuff that we got going on, especially in the shop. Also, some of the trips we do. Um, we did some fun night wheeling trips and stuff like that down in Moab that we were posting up there, too. So oh, yeah. Cooper's got a lot of big stuff coming down the pipeline as far as builds go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, ah, big. It's going to be one, but it should be pretty good. It's almost like a combination of like you started with a truck, then got rid of it to the four by E and then you got your current gladiator. And no, I had the four by E before I had the other truck. Oh, that's right. I got the four by E because right. I, I knew the truck, they said the truck was going to take like nine to 10 months to right. get in. And, um, I needed something to drive. Right. So you've kind of had a lot of time to think about this build. It's going to be a good one to talk uh, about. Oh, and this stack of parts that I have, it's not going to be a couple-day build, though. So I've, I'm mentally preparing <laughs> for that one. It's right. going to be a fun one, though. I'm really excited about it. I'm doing some things on it that... Uh, well, we aren't here to talk about that build. Yeah. I could talk about that build right. forever. But speaking of waiting on things, this is kind of uh, what Holy. the Tundra was. This was. We should name this thing Patience. Patience. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for those of you that know, I'm driving this 2020 Toyota Tundra Tiri Pro, which in my opinion has the best color out there. Uh, yeah, that the, green. The Toyota OD green looks man, so good. looks so good. Um, looks even better now. You did a bang-up oh, job picking man. wheels. It, it was uh, a process, but right out of the gate, our very, very good friends over at BDS Suspension yep. um, totally did us right. And that was actually the first thing that we got, which was surprising because I think going into it, we anticipated on waiting for, for parts, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, well, cause, because of the type of lift... Wow, those, that was some cool old iron there. <laughs> Sorry, sidebar. But, uh, squirrel, um, there's some down, down, downfalls to uh, driving around yeah, I know. with Cooper. <laughs> so, Stay on track. Over wait, here, Cooper. Turn around. Go back. But uh, um, because of the affiliation with Fox, we knew we wanted to do something a little bit different. This truck obviously being a little bit longer. Um, you know, doing the low-slung things a little bit different when it comes with IFS. Right. And uh, to be able to get the travel, and then of course it having the amount of distance between the tires, I wanted to make sure we had just enough lift that um, we'd have a good breakover angle, but we could trim to fit right. whatever we needed and fit fit a 37, which BDS recommended a 35. 
um, looked at the specs. BDS does a phenomenal job of making sure to tell you like wheel back oh. spacing and sizing and things like that. And it was a good reference to look through um, to get to where we wanted. Uh, just a little note for everyone, because they do their own cast knuckles in the front, lift knuckles, because your A-arms are stationary, they're going to stay there. They do a subframe drop bracket, um, move your diff down so your uh, CV angles stay true to the height. Right. And then they cast a beefy oh, man. knuckle <laughs> that uh, that makes up for, for everything and still attaches to the upper arm. Um, but because of that, there are some limitations on the wheels. You can't run 17s unless you run a mega super high offset, and you don't really want to do that with this because they'd be the whole tire would be way outside the. <laughs> it would be atrocious. The body it would look uh, very broy. Yes, very Chad like. <laughs> very bro. <laughs> yeah, Chad like. That's good. <laughs> but uh, uh, we ended up going with an 18, and then getting a, a 37, uh, 37 inch Nitto. Uh, Ridge Grappler? Yeah. Yep. Which is a great combination for, um, you know, daily driving. It's nice and quiet. It wears good. And uh, it still works really good off-road, as you know, from the Raptor. Oh, yeah. And the Snow Wheeling. Yep. And that was the first, uh, when I was running 33s on the ZR2, they were Ridge Grapplers. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I'm really happy with the, the Nitto Ridge Grapplers. So we did a... A four and a half inch lift? Yeah, four and a half. And I, I will say, I was absolutely shocked with how minimal trimming we had to do. And I think you you hit the nail on the head what BDS is so good about. Um, if you have any questions on what si tire size you can 100% fit without trimming, one, they'll tell you if you need to trim or not. Um, but they give you every spec that you can think of from your wheel to your tire to everything on what will fit with the lift kit. And it, we didn't have to trim much. No, and, and this wheel is a uh, um, 18 by nine yep. with four and three quarter, four and a half inch. Uh, four and three quarter. Four and three quarter backspace. Yep, and I wanna say, I believe they recommended five. And we had a tough time trying to find- Trying to find that. Yeah, trying to find the exact offset that they recommended. I'm this pretty was sure it was a four and three quarter because I looked everywhere to find something that was that was close to that spec. Yep. And that was the spec size that they recommended for a 35, and I knew that's gonna keep it in enough that the swing of the tire is gonna end up being the best it could possibly be, and then we're in better shape for trimming. Right. And the Tundras, they come with that little mud flap thing that bolts on on the back of the yep. front. So we just <clears throat> removed that, did a little trimming, some massaging of the inner fender liners, and it works perfect. Oh, it, it zero rub. Um, my favorite part is it looks so proportional. Oh, now. so proportional. And I, I tell you what, having the, this is our first IFS coilover setup with um, Fox two and a halves. Right. And they nailed the spring rates. Oh. This thing rides better than it did. Yes. Um, the addition of the sidewall and being able to air it down and get it where we wanted for ride quality was Perfect. Right. And uh, this thing, I think, is going to be a phenomenal platform for you, Kyle. Oh, 100%. And, and I mainly use it. I'm not going to do nearly what I did with my ZR2. I, I beat the crud out of that thing and followed you when you were like, Kyle, just follow me. It'll be totally fine. And I was like, sure, yeah, Cooper, I'll follow you. No, that, that is the exact opposite. I actually said the exact, I said, do not follow me. Take things wider. Um, but I, I beat the crud out of that ZR2. And this, this is a cool little, you know, just when you think it's a water bottle, how interesting can it be? 
They thought of everything. They came out with something like this and totally blew our minds. <laughs> it's awesome. And the other thing that's really cool with Model Outdoors is you can completely customize your water bottle to your specifications. So if you want the whole package, you can get all-inclusive everything that comes with it. Or if you have a specific purpose, like you want to use it as a hydration pack, or like the attachment Cooper just grabbed, which is the shower attachment, oh, yeah. uh, you can customize your model water bottle to however you see fit. So if you guys want the ultimate in hydration and portable water, make sure you go to Model Outdoors, that's M-O-D-L Outdoors.com. Use coupon code AOP10, and boom, you just got 10% off your order. What? And guess what? You order the water bottle and you decide you want to get some of these other awesome upgrades, go back, use that same coupon code, you'll get another 10% off your order. Get out of here. True story. So, if you guys want to stay hydrated, out on the trail. I think you need to say it like it is. So if you don't want to die, <laughs> if you don't want to die, go to Model Outdoors, M-O-D-L, Outdoors.com. Use coupon code AOP10. Get 10% off your order. Making hydration great again. This truck is, it's a lot bigger, obviously, than the ZR2. So it's really kind of built and focused around my family. I do a ton of camping in the summertime. So it'll be a great rig to go down the dirt trails and, and get up into the mountaintops and, um, but yeah, one thing I really like the look of too, one, the fuel, it's fuel vectors are the wheels that we're running on this. And we did the bronze and I think the bronze against the OD the green. green. Oh man. Ooh, it looks good. It looks really good. Um, the other thing I really like too, cause we have somebody in the parking lot on 37s with 17s. Kind of like the look of 18s on 37s. It, yeah. It definitely is a, a different look, but. Which uh, rig in the parking lot? I believe, um, it's going to come to my name, uh, Black Trek. Isn't that 17s? Um, uh, Mark. Oh, yeah. Pretty sure his yes. is on 17s. His is on 17s. And looking at him side by side, it almost, I don't know, everything just looks a little bit beefier right. on the 18s. But, um, yeah, proportional-wise, it's it's my absolute favorite combination. Um, I really was nervous going into it as how much we were going to trim, but it really was very, very minimal. Yeah, minimal. Um, and... The biggest hang-up here in waiting. <clears throat> oh, that's right. I totally forgot. Was our, our good buddies at uh, Nitro Gear suffered the same fate as oh, man. everyone else with the sea crates sitting. Yeah, that port waiting to get unloaded. Yeah, that was that was a trek. We waited and waited and waited and waited. It was waited. like a six-month wait. It was a pretty big big ordeal, but uh, thankfully they were able to finally get the gears in. Um, they recommended the gear ratio for us so we went with 529 gears yep um the other thing i really like that we did on this truck is we decided to go ahead and throw an arb air locker in the rear yep um so if i ever do get a little little questionable questionable i making i've got that uh, little safety net yep um so, so ne next though we, we've got a plumb that or is it all plumbed and everything uh nope we got to get waiting on the uh, arb twin air we'll get that plumbed um i actually saw i've got two little cutouts right here that i can just oh that's sweet put the switches right there that's awesome um yeah so we did 529s front and rear um and then to make sure everything was still happy and i could tell accurately how fast i was going down the road and your tranny and my trains shifting um we did, Rough Country has a speedo calibrator for it. So um, pretty easy to calibrate, plug and play. Uh, you put in the info and you're ready to go. So um, 
here's a fun fact. So, <clears throat> if if anybody out there does drive a Tundra, you know it's not you don't buy them for their gas mileage. Um, they don't get super great. I was averaging 11.3 miles per gallon. Right. Um, for the first 15,000 miles. Yep. And so far on this tank, which I topped it off, on this tank I'm averaging 13.8 miles. Oh wow! Now. So I went so to 37s. Doing the 529s, the <laughs> yeah. mechanical advantage made everything happy, happy with huge, the huge, huge difference. And it's almost a little bit peppier too on the throttle. Oh, I'm uh, sure because it's of that. probably drastically peppier. Yeah. So not only did I go bigger on wheels, lifted the truck, I'm getting two miles per gallon better just because of the re-gearing and it feels like the truck's got more power. That so. sounds like a sales tool for all those husbands out there that are trying to get their wives on board. I don't know how many times we can talk about how underrated re-gearing is. Oh man, it is the best power adder you could add. Right, and and there's options for you too. For example, it's not like you have to be, you have to take your truck somewhere. For example, what we did, we ran into a situation where it was like we didn't really have spare bodies to haul the truck to nitro or anything like well, that so and even at that like doing ifs stuff it's so in-depth anyway you, you're like three bolts away from dropping that front diff out anyway exactly so we ended up just palletizing the the axles and freighted them over to uh nitro gear and i think we sent them out on a, a thursday and the following tuesday they showed up so done ready yeah. to go through some uh some oil in and slapped them on the truck when they were ready to go but i love the truck so far it is night and day difference and i'm just stoked that i'm getting better gas mileage yeah so right it's like whoa um, i think where you're really going to notice that gear ratio changes when you tow the boat oh yeah that's the other thing i do i do a lot of towing of that boat um out to our property in, in lake roosevelt which is like an hour and a half drive yep and it was brutal yep. prior to that so i'm sure it's going to be a night and day difference um, what the kids think? Oh man, you guys! If for those of you guys that follow us, you, you've probably seen my son Bradley. He's he just loves everything trucks. He's gonna teach um, his dad a thing or two about being on camera. <laughs> Seriously. So the day I got it back, um, I take him to school every morning, and so I I had the garage shut, and it doesn't fit in my garage. So I opened the garage and had him turn it back, and he turned around and oh my gosh, that's so sick, Dad runs up to the tires they're up to my chest this is so cool you know he's nine now so he's going through like those phases at, at school where they learn words like sick and yeah. rad and i was just like what but yeah they love it um so it'll be exciting it'll be a fun summer to get this thing out in the mountains and do some camping out of it yeah we need to schedule something here soon we do um and there'll be more stuff to come. I'm on the hunt for uh, a rack at the moment because I still have my fridge freezer, still got my tent, so it'll probably, you know, those things might potentially go on there so it can become a little bit more overlandy. Yep. Um, more family user-friendly. Yeah, the kids love the rooftop tent. It's like a mobile tree fort for them. They just go bonkers in it. So, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the Tundra. You guys can go to, I'll be posting some final product photos uh, later on uh, this week, which will be prior to this episode air prior to this episode airing but um yeah everything's going on our america's off-road podcast social media account so uh definitely hop over there and follow along if you guys haven't already yeah and and check out waypoint there are mm -hmm. so many other like for enthusiasts 
Like yeah. That that uh, I was I was impressed with uh, what there was, even regionally. You know. Yeah, and one of uh, our close friends, Elk Shape, who's been on our podcast. Um, yeah, you've heard his name, Dan yep. Stanton. Yep, he's on there. Um, but there's yeah, I think Stanton, Stanton, Stanton. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Dan. <laughs> but there's a a huge number of outdoor enthusiast podcasts on there hunting fishing um i was scrolling through it the other day there's a lot of like female hosted podcasts where they're doing that kind of their own thing which was super rad um so yeah whatever you're into they've most likely got yeah they've got a couple of really good like um tarpon yeah fishing podcasts which yeah if you've never been tarpon fishing it's unreal i have not but uh it is unreal i'd like to that would be epic so yeah, that's that's pretty much everything we've done so far. All the little kids are waving to us in the school bus. Hey. They're probably like, "Why do those guys have weird things on their heads?" Because we're uh, <laughs> we we need these to talk to each other. Actually, it's it's nice sound canceling for it, it when is. Kyle's not talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, so far that's kind of phase one of the old tundra. Um, it looks good. Go check it out on the social medias, and then yeah, like Cooper said, we'll probably get get some trips here uh booked up we got a lot of toys we haven't even played with yet too. i know man that new uh pro r utv wow oof and the new addition of those those method wheels and those oh 33 inch uh, tires good night irene did that change the look those i so i've not seen i think believe they're method 412s yeah they're they're new the ones wow. they came out with for that dakar they are unreal they look so good um, and then, yeah, we ran the System 3 um, X-Cross. Yeah, I don't um, remember what model it is, but the sidewall is a lot like a Trepador. Yes, very much so. And it is it is rowdy. It is soft, too. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how that thing performs out in the dirt. Yeah, that'll be a fun one because the only time I've seen it is in the parking is, lot. In the parking lot, and the the. 30 seconds I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, that looked like the most fun. Oh, it, it sounds insane. It performs insane. Like, they really knocked it out of the park with that platform. Yeah, it'll be cool. I'm, I'm very curious to see, knock on wood, uh, belt life on those things, because it doesn't look like it will be a fun belt to change. I don't think it's going to be a factor. I think that belt technology has come so far in UTVs that right. it's just not. Between the type of belt that you can get, those right. new high-performance belts, and uh, the way that they've got clutching figured out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of UTVs, we did have a customer reach out, submit a question, which I believe he did via Instagram. So if you guys are listening, yep. um, another avenue. And it's one thing we really like to do, like Cooper mentioned earlier. We do a ton of episodes on listener questions, whether it's technical, whether it's questions about certain rigs, um, favorite trips we've gone on. All sorts of stuff. So this guy reached out and mentioned how he's having, he's full-size guy, out out ripping around on, or not ripping around, out crawling around on trails, and he's starting to get a little irritated with yeah, the size this by is, side. This is a growing, guys, <laughs> growing concern. I mean, to the point that um, Moab has had some real big changes here in the last couple of years due to the uh, side by side right thing. and you know it's something that we've touched on in the past mm-hmm. and it just seems to be growing and growing um you know the times when utvs are going to be coming across the trail with 
uh, off-roaders is going to be more and more common now because, <clears throat> and my theory on it is um, UTVs are just so forgiving. Like yes. someone who hasn't ever off-roaded and maybe isn't ready to get into a building a Jeep or, or whatnot, they, they can jump into that. It's going to be quick. It's going to be easy. They're going to be able to set it up. They're going to be able to go places that they couldn't imagine in a Jeep really easy. So for them to get on an obstacle behind a group of off-roaders, uh, they just don't have the patience for them. And right. really that's what it comes down to. And at the end of the day, where, where we start seeing the issues with the patients is when they start going off trail and passing people off trail. These trails are, are very specific and they're something that, you know, we need to protect as the users of them. We are the stewards of those those trails and those lands that we get to use. And we got it good out here on the West Coast. Yeah, we It's did. not like the East Coast. Um, we have public land that is open to everyone, but it falls on everyone that uses them to appreciate them and take care of them. You know, pick up your garbage, pick up other people's garbage if you see it. Yeah, it's not your responsibility, but it's something that is going to ensure that we get to keep these um, lands available to us to use whenever we want. Um, and yeah, when you get to an obstacle and if someone got there before you, just be patient with them, you know? Enjoy the moment. You don't need to, like, speed through. You'll get there eventually. I'm sure that it, any one of them, if you, you talk to them, they know a UTV is going to travel the trail faster than a four-wheel drive. Any one of them is probably going to offer to let you by right. at, at some point in time. It just might not be the most opportune time right then. Right. They might have a lot going on that they're trying to figure out on the obstacle, and they can't really stop what they're thinking and concentrating on to uh, <clears throat> deal with whatever lack of patience you have. And I um, think... Like, the worst thing you can do in that situation, too, especially in a place like Moab, is just fly by around them off the trail and, and oh, kind of yeah. create your own bypass, if you will. Like, that's that's the worst thing you can do because it does nothing but... It really Put us in a bad light, all of us. Yeah, and, and that's something I, I think I mentioned to you. I was talking with uh, our owner, Brian, about a little bit, too, after we came back from EJS. And it's it's starting to, it doesn't matter if you're in a full-size rig, a Jeep, or a side-by-side. -side. People that aren't in the off-road community, they lump us all together in one group. Yeah. Uh, and they look at us, whether it's a Jeep or a side-by-side, -side, um, you go out on your side-by-side -side and do something you're not supposed to. And if you do get caught, they, they consider that... You know, whether it's, like I said, a Jeep or a full-size rig, it, we're, we're put together in the same pot, and they're going to think bad or that, you know, those people are tearing their trails up and ruining the environment. Um, and just they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna want to probably go too far the other way to protect them for everyone else that's hiking and mountain biking. And Absolutely. All of those other things. Yeah, it's the... The worst thing, and it was really cool in Moab actually this year to see more so than previous years that at least I've been there, there's a lot of um, stuff going on on the trails for like uh, preserving trails and rebuilding trails and stuff like that. Um, almost every trail we went on had those, you could see the little posts they put up and um, like trail recovery stuff where it was getting washed out and without that kind of work. You know, they could potentially just shut the trails down if the right. whole thing washes out. So it's cool to see. I think, yeah, uh, and I Nina think they'd put it on the docket um, this year as something to 
to close down. And I, I don't remember the amount of acreage they wanted to close down, but it was a pretty astronomical amount of acreage. Yeah, and in an event like EJS, you close any of those things down, it's going to get small real quick. Yeah, and they, they also they changed um, some of the rules there as far as UTVs go. They have to be licensed. You can't just drive a UTV on the road anymore. Oh, that I did not know. Which really... You, you you couldn't really anyway, and that's you know a, a street use thing. Everybody needs to get their money to handle the repairs and things that come come with it. But sure, being respectful of all that. Again, this is something. If you enjoy the trails and you enjoy being able to go out and use them, um, and you want your kids to be able to enjoy them and right. go out and use them, don't be so short-sighted that uh, you can't be patient for just a hair bit and and you know maybe take something out of that that uh um, contact with with some other brand of wheeler or whatnot and learn a thing or two because everything handles i mean you you see it between the full size and when we go out in jeeps they're completely different lines sometimes some are easier in a jeep than they are in a full size and some are easier in a full size than they are a jeep and Quite frankly, as long as the rig fits, it's always going to be easier in a full size. <laughs> as long as you're an howitzer, it doesn't matter if it, it fits. It doesn't matter. You're good. <laughs> well, and the other thing that I think you brought up prior to filming this podcast, too, is I think UTVs are a lot more prone to roll over just because you get a little rowdy with them, you flip it, and it's no big deal. You flip it back over, and off you go. Well, um, I, I think that gets back to, you know, my initial theory that a lot of the guys that are in UTVs, they're newbies, essentially, right. to, to uh, off-roading, and, and they're learning, only the consequences are a little bit different because they're smaller, right. and IFS handles way different, and, and learning, you know, how to three-wheel and what it's going to do and where you're going to go, and am Been I going to get off camber and take a trail nap? <laughs> Been there. <laughs> but one thing I learned the right way was my first trip on ultimate adventure and what happens if a rig does tip over and if you ever want to know i know it's been filmed and recorded on previous episodes you guys on ultimate adventure do it right when a rig rolls it is a full team effort it the trail looks better than it did before the vehicle rolled they yeah. pick up every last scrap of anything that came out of the vehicle they make sure all the fluids if any came out are taken care of cleaned up cleaned up I mean, they are a great example of what you should do if you do take a trail nap. Um, so just remember, if you if you are in a side by side and you are a newbie and you take a dirt nap, swallow your pride, take the time, pick up everything that came out, make sure that that trail is better than the way you left it. Yeah. Because um, it's again just one of those things. We we want to keep it open. Yeah. For a long time. And who knows? Maybe like there's other places that are talking about creating some sort of off-road experience and we want everyone to hear nothing but positive things about the industry not negative yep. things and seeing other places get shut down so but yeah we as cooper mentioned we did a whole um podcast on trail etiquette so you guys if you want to learn more about some of that and our thoughts on it you can always go back and listen to that but uh yeah whether you're can it, it's it's not exclusive to just trails and wheeling as same thing goes if you're overlanding camping yeah um we've been a, nicer than you found it yeah i think at priest was it last year the year oh shoot i think it was the year i i 
introduced oh, yeah, your Kyle's corner. corner. <laughs> there was a big sign put up at, at the campsite saying pretty much like, if it's not clean, we're shutting it down. Yeah. Which is sad to see that stuff because it's, it's awesome country. It's I'd like to take my kids there and go camping. Right. So we, we all want to. But yeah. I mean, not in Priest because there's nothing there. It's yeah, terrible. Everything's shut down there now. You yeah, pretty much can't terrible. get a campsite. Can't do anything. The lake's dried up. Ugh. It's, yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> don't just don't even. There's nothing in Idaho for you yeah. at all. <laughs> Worst place ever, ever. Uh, yeah. So we got some pretty cool stuff coming down the pipeline. Yep. Uh, again, Cooper's Gladiator build. That'll be uh, probably an episode we do here in the near yeah. future. That's got some cuckoo stuff going down. Uh, got the Pro R in the house. Yep. Um, I think it's got what, like four miles on it? <laughs> yeah, and they were all burnouts. Yes. <laughs> four miles of burnouts. So once that thing hits the trails, I'm sure we'll have uh, some good feedback for you guys on that. I haven't seen too many of them out there yet. But no. um, yeah, anything else new coming down the, the pipeline? Not that I can. Just more epic content and podcasts for you guys. Yeah. We'll have some more. Uh, this summer will be full of trailside oh, podcasts. Yeah, we're liking these. Hopefully, you guys are too. So yeah. leave us a comment. You guys can watch us on YouTube if you want. Obviously, this is the trail or the in cab ones that we're doing are a little bit more visual. You can kind of see what's going on. But um, thanks, uh, thanks to Rugged Radios for helping us out with this. You know, they came through big time. Yeah, especially last minute because it was kind of a little scramble to get it together, and it worked out perfect. Yeah, it worked out perfect. I'm excited to, I know it's a very sensitive subject, get the real facial expressions when your X3 is back together yeah. in cap of that with you driving. That's going to be... Oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> Whoever the passenger is, however. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be epic. So, yeah, we got lots of fun stuff coming down the pipeline. Um, YouTube, you guys can drop us comments there. Um, and then lastly, if you guys do like the podcast, it's a huge help for us if you guys leave a review, like it. Any kind of engagement you guys can give us is yep. uh, super appreciated. And like I said, we love answering your guys' questions. So um, send us a bunch of those. We'll cover those. And uh, until next time, guys, you just have a wonderful day. And we'll see you on the next episode. Booyah!